In this episode, you will discover the only three methods you need to focus on to guarantee high discoverability of your podcast. Welcome to Why Your Podcast Isn't Growing, a podcast helping coaches, experts, business owners, or independent podcasters who want to do this full-time, gain clarity around why your podcast isn't growing as fast as you'd like, and learn the steps you need to fast-track slow and steady growth to gain thousands of new, highly engaged listeners. My name is Anthony Warneri. I'm Tygo Shea. And in today's episode, we're going to go over the three main ways to get your podcast more discovered by new listeners. Well, this is what everyone wants, right? Absolutely. Well, honestly, Ty, before we even get into the episode, I want to just say a big shout out to everyone listening right now because we recently launched a new segment of our podcast known as Rose to Show. Right. It's been quite done quite well, hasn't it, Ty, in terms of like the impressions and the feedback we've got so far. Yeah, I mean, not to, to toot our own horn like that, but yeah, it's been going really well so far. Um, so yeah, very grateful for, for everyone listening right now. How it's been taken, also just the appetite for people wanting to come on right away, even though we're still testing <laughs> Yeah, that's surprising out. to be fair. That's really good. We love it. Please keep it coming. We want to roast you, <laughs> <laughs> even though the roasts have uh, apparently not been aggressive enough. So that's probably something we need to, to turn up. Yeah, really. being too nice. Yeah, as we said, apparently, I think, I think I can we definitely actually, see yeah, it, right? Yeah. Um, but it's been a ton of fun. Want to give a big shout out to you. Thank you for supporting us. And of course, having that new segment take off because I know we're a bit, bit nervous, but it's, it's landed really well, which is really awesome. Yeah, it feels really satisfying to take a bit of a leap of faith with an, an audience engagement focused segment, Absolutely. not knowing is this going to fall flat on its face, but it's been going really well. So very grateful 100%. for that. So let's give you what you came here for, which is the three ways podcasts are being discovered in 2024. I say 2024, basically just period principle wise, like yeah. all, all day, every day. Yeah, you're right. These haven't really changed. They've evolved, but the principles on how they're discovered is the same. So Absolutely. number one, organic search and SEO strategies. Tell us about this. Anthony. So I think this is one that we, of course, hammer and preach all day, every day about yeah, podcast this is, SEO. This is our favorite, right? And again, podcast SEO is really having your podcast rank higher on Apple and Spotify specifically. That's where the listeners are. That's where they're going to find the discover new shows. So if you can get your show ranked higher on those platforms for, let's say, highly searched keywords, having that organic growth, reaching and displaying your podcast in front of listeners who are actively searching for your content. It's a great way to have your show become more discovered. And again, when it comes to this whole discoverability thing, it's so important because podcasts are notoriously very difficult to be discovered. There's no yeah. algorithm like when you have like YouTube where you get recommended or there's no like platform where you really can just discover tons and tons of new show. People have to actively go onto Apple or Spotify to discover the new podcast they want to listen to. If you're not ranked on page one, you didn't exist, do you, Tyg? That's a very direct, but I, I think accurate way of putting it. Podcasting isn't developed to stuff like YouTube yet, right? No. So the way people find it, it is a lot more limited. But while we could view that as a bad thing, there's a lot more room to really excel in that quickly if you're aware of it and if you're doing it, right? 100%. Um, because it is very doable to get to page one. We've helped a lot of people do it, and we know you can make tangible change that really does get you up the page just by focusing on this Principle, organic search and SEO strategies. So I guess, again, I know we really want to just hammer this point down because I think it's really important for our clients. We constantly said there's really four layers, which is discoverability, ranking for highly searched keywords. For yourself, ask yourself, okay, what are the main keywords or search terms my listeners would actively search into Apple or Spotify to find this type of episode, to find this type of podcast? Step two is visibility, which essentially means being seen and clicked on over the competition. 
So making sure that you have an amazing cover. And I know if you've done it yourself, it's probably not as good as what you think. So maybe switching things up with the cover, making it more attractive, vibrant, making sure your episode titles are super attractive and intriguing. I think that's really important. You have to sell the listen to turn someone who's just discovered your podcast into an actual listener. Then we have user engagement. This is the completion rate. Having a strong hook with an intro. I mean, we always start with a strong hook and then we have like maybe an open loop hook, which is three benefits you're going to receive by the end of this episode. So for you with your intros, review them, have a look, you know, do I have a high retention time or low retention time? If it's low, maybe try a different type of hook. And then the final part is building relevancy. So ask yourself, which three keywords do I want to start ranking for? If, if we have podcasts and marketing, for example, we'll just have podcasting and marketing or podcast SEO. And we'll make sure to hammer those keywords within our title, our show name, and everywhere possible to give Apple and Spotify all the data they need to rank our show higher. So right. again, that's a practical step to getting your podcast more discovered on Apple and Spotify. Tag number two. Beautiful. Number two, social media and word of mouth. Now, why have we grouped these two together, Anthony? What's, what's the, the similarity here? I'll be honest with you, man, you've got me. Users recommending to users, generally. Yeah, that's right? the kind of vibe, yeah. So the, fir the first way to get discovered, yeah. organic search and SEO strategies, this is users looking for the content. That's it. Social media and word of mouth is like users showing users the content, right? Yeah. And then the third one is, is a different one, which we'll get onto. So social media, I think people think promote, 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 right? Mm. We've talked about this in, in so many episodes. But really, it's more, much more about engagement. And this is probably where the similarity with word of mouth is, right? Yeah, yeah. Because I think the, the biggest benefits of social media is actually people talking to other people about the show, right? Yeah. And that, again, absolutely. to really keep linking it back, this is why it fits with word of mouth nicely, I think, mm. right? Because word of mouth can exist on social media. 100%. I don't know about you, but I always think of word of mouth as like an in-person thing. Yeah, I do yeah. see that. But the, the biggest word of mouth is online, right? Yeah, it's amplified now, isn't it, with social media and stuff like that. Yeah, for sure. So so in a nutshell, how do we create that kind of word of mouth effect on social media? And why are most podcasters going wrong with trying to do this? I think where most podcasters go wrong, it's like you've mentioned, mate, they just promote all there and all night, um, which is totally fine, but it's not the best way to turn strangers into listeners. So I think for us, we've always had the idea of, hey, let's find online communities. Let's just provide some value. So, for example, if I've just done an episode about three ways for new podcasts to be discovered, I might get my assistant or myself go into online communities and make the value post kind of debriefing what we spoke about without promoting the podcast, right? So providing and adding value to a community consistently and just becoming the most valuable player that people want to hear from. People are nosy. And I don't know about you, but if you yeah. see someone popping up all day, every day, you eventually go and check out their profile and see what they're about. And because you provide the value, from their end, they're going to just go and have a look and check out the show. And when you do that for long enough, you build a reputation in the community. So if someone asks, have you guys found a good podcast for podcasters? Hopefully, fingers crossed, the people we've been engaging with, providing value to you, they'll recommend our show. Exactly. And then yeah. that comments get seen by more people. And then those more people check out your profile and they check out the podcast and it grows like that. It's really important, though, I think, with, with social media. It can be something where... You start doing and see instant results, but it's more of a long-term play of really having a strategy that you really execute over a long enough period of time because that word of mouth does take a bit of time to really get the ball rolling. Yeah, it's you can get results on day one with social media, right? Which is why it's it, we often recommend it to people that are starting from zero as the first port of call. Obviously, you can have your SEO in place and stuff, but you also want to be active in the growth of your podcast. 
But there's a massive compound effect, like you say, because yeah. the more you use social media, the, the effective way to grow. The more people trust you. The more people are recommending and the compound effect kicks into place. So there we go. And lastly, what is the third main way people discover podcasts? So we've had people looking for it. We've had kind of people recommending to each other. Mm-hmm. What's the last one? So the last one is all about collaborations and networking. I, I don't know what it is. I don't like the word networking. I feel like it's got a lot of... <laughs> Honestly, I think of like, you know, Mandems on LinkedIn. <laughs> I think of like people in like LinkedIn. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with LinkedIn as well. But, you know, for me personally, I feel like whenever I go on LinkedIn and I hear this like networking, I just get like an icky cringe vibe, to be honest with you. It's yeah, such a cringe sure. place, I think. But I think it's a bit of an overdone phrase, isn't it? Like, a, like networking. Like, you know? like the same way we had mindfulness with a client recently and we are yeah. talking about that. <laughs> and it's not the mind. I actually think we both probably practice mindfulness, yeah. right? But the way the word is perceived is, is taking a whole new life. Right? Same with networking. But anyway, we digress. How can we use this to grow podcasts and how do people find podcasts through this? Yes, yeah, so I think the clearest example here is guesting. So guesting on other people's podcasts essentially leveraging and taking advantage of someone else's this sounds so evil like taking advantage of someone else's audience but it's just basically leveraging the fact that someone else has built an audience they have a big podcast within your industry they get thousands five thousand ten thousand monthly downloads and by by building a relationship by collaborating by guessing on their podcast providing their audience value the spotlight's now on you for example imagine you're like a musician and you're playing guitar on the side of the road, and you got you know you're in a local park, you got greenery, beautiful scenery, etc. And you're the best player in the world, but you're not in the best location. You're just in this little small park where people are walking by, and you've got like people walking their dogs, and they love you, they praise you, they give you some tips, awesome, great. You can take that exact same musician, that exact same player, put them onto a massive stage, and let's say I don't know, like a big festival like Glastonbury. So that's a huge festival over here, I'm in the UK, one of the biggest in the world actually. If you put that exact same play on a massive stage with an audience that's already there, they like that kind of music. They're going to blow up. They're going to become noticed. More people are going to want to be interested in what they have to say. Mm-hmm. But it's the exact same person singing the exact same kind of tunes, playing the exact same guitar, just on a different stage. And guesting is really your shortcut. Guessing other people's podcasts who are bigger than you, that's your shortcut to guessing in front of an audience, sharing your value, sharing your message, and fingers crossed, if you do a good job and you have your unique selling story that captivates that audience, some of their listeners are going to go to your podcast and tune in. Not 100% of their listeners, but some will take that next step and actually listen to your own podcast, right? So that's kind of the, the second part, which is the collaboration piece. Yeah, beautifully put. Um, I think that that's, a, that's a great example of the, you know, can be playing in one place, but then, you know, if you put on a big stage and you do the same thing completely different result right so look that's from our end we've broke these down when it comes to discoverability when it comes to organic growth on apple and spotify when it comes to word of mouth on social media and really make sure providing value engaging with an audience and when it comes to finally of course collaboration all these things alone you're probably thinking but how do we practically apply it well how you practically apply it is by just thinking about it in terms of volume like just doing tons and tons of it over a long period of time and being consistent with that a lot of these things, again, aren't the sexiest thing in the world, but they do just work. Mm-hmm. I, I, can't, I can't stress it out. And I feel like what, what a lot of people struggle with, I'd say, is they've never actually found a proper feedback loop. I.e., I take action on social media. I see my podcast listenership increase. 
But if you just give yourself a challenge of, okay, let me try what Anthony and Tiger is saying. Let me go and engage on social media for a month and see what actually happens. Do my, do my listens increase? Then just do more of that when you see the results from it rather than just being like, oh, that sounds great. I know about it. No, no, no. Put it into implementation, take action, see the results, and then just go full force. Beautiful. Perfect. And look, the call to action for this episode is if you would like to get your podcast personally audited and roasted <laughs> on our podcast and our Monday episode, feel free to go down into the show notes and actually apply to get your show basically audited live on the podcast. And if you do, you'll be live on that Monday episode. Without further ado, with that being said, we'll catch you in the next episode. See you in the next one.